What'd you just say? What up, my guy? Hello and welcome back to the What Up My Guy podcast. I'm your host, Aleth Poshi. Some people call me Poshi, some people call me Allie, but if you don't know me at all or if you're new here, feel free to just call me my guy. Before we start this week, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened last week and reached out, whether that was through email, text, call, DM. It was kind of overwhelming, but it's really good to know that y'all have been sharing the episode with your friends and your guys, so thank you for that. Um, I want to make this week a little bit lighter. Last week was kind of heavy, and it's the season finale. It is season one, episode 10. It has been so much fun, and I'm happy that y'all have been along for the ride. So I promise y'all the ladies in my group chat, and they're here. So today I have Jasmine and Leah, two of my closest friends, keepers of my secrets, knowers of all my nonsense. Um, I've been friends with Leah, well, I've been friends with her brother since I was like 11. So shout out to Jalen. He actually made the theme music for the podcast. And so I've known Leah ever since. And Leah, I guess just over the years, I decided that you were old enough to be my friend now. (laughs) And now we could be friends. Um, Jasmine, you all met earlier in the Get to Know Your Host episode. And her and I became friends, I think I was in ninth grade? Ninth? No, it had to be after that. Maybe tenth. We were know. we knew each other, right. but we didn't become like friends until probably my freshman year. True, but it was because we both didn't like the same girl. Well, we were both annoyed by the same girl, and we were just like we're visibly annoyed and like locked eyes. And we're like, "Yep, you're my friend now." <laughs> and so that's pretty much how it all happened. So our group chat's pretty much pretty all over the place, but one thing we do force each other to do is self-reflect. We talk about our goals, successes, failures, everything in between, but today, like I said, I want to keep things light and talk about relationships from our angle of the group chat. All right, let's start. Leah, how are you? You know, I'm, I'm pretty good today. I've had a good day. Good, good. Jasmine, how are you? Oh, I'm great. I just finished shopping. I spent way too much money, but it's fine because who's checking it's your fine. bank account? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you make your own money. You can spend your own money. All I right. That. <laughs> Period. Okay. So there's different levels to dating. There's talking, there's dating, like official relationships. All of it's really confusing. But for me, the most confusing is the talking phase because it's probably the most complicated because there's no rules. So, Leah, if you could make three rules for the talking phase, what would they be? (laughs) Um, Okay, if we're sleeping together during the talking phase. Oh, she just got into it. She took no time. My brother is going to listen to this. This (laughs) It's fine. Sorry, Jalen. Born again. Um... I think that in the talking phase, if you are, you know, engaging in sexual intercourse, let's just keep it to a minimum of that, because, you know, there, there can be complications if you okay. start exposing yourself to multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be the one thing, like, if, you, if you're doing it with one person, just keep it at that. Okay, fair. Um, another, like, another rule. Uh, Jasmine, do you have your first rule? I just thought of it. What's your My first rule? rule would be don't be taking these other females to the places that we go. Ooh, that's a good one. Like, Wait, if we have a spot, right? Like, I have a favorite taco spot. Mm-hmm. If you know this is my favorite taco spot, don't bring another female here to enjoy my tacos. Mm, that's valid. Also, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing because, like, the waitress and hostess and everybody, they know me. And now because I brought you here, now they know you. And now they see you with this other heifer and they're like, oh, now it's messy. Now and now I'm here three days a week, and they're looking at me crazy. And now I can't enjoy my tacos because you want to be with some other bitch. Just <laughs> Leah, second rule. <laughs> Talking phase. Um, I would say like let's let's keep let's communicate at least once a day. Okay. I would say, and we don't have to communicate twenty four seven because I know a lot of people get confused. Mm-hmm. with that like let's let's keep in constant communication doesn't mean all day every day but right. like you know, so once once a day check in like you good I'm good you know do you have to like FaceTime daily or like talk on the phone daily I feel like Jasmine might feel a different way about that but do you feel like you have to like interact verbally every day 
in some way, shape, or form. Even oh. if it's just a voice me memo, you know? I'm just, I love I, voice memos. I, I suck at texting. I don't like to text. Yeah. So that's why I feel as if, and I'm like, I'm either in the car, I'm just on the go constantly. So me texting doesn't always, isn't always the best form of me communicating. Anyone that I've ever met that said they're a bad texter has usually been, uh, and I'm talking about males not you but i'm just saying like if a dude's like hey um my fault like i'm a really bad texter like no you're probably just with some other female and can't be on your phone so let's just keep it straight but now leah you be at work i respect it exactly like call me fair, <laughs> fair. yeah like i i'll answer anyone's phone call to the to the most point <laughs> jasmine next rule i feel like we need to set like expectations from jump mm-hmm and if those expectations change because feelings develop or whatever, then we need to communicate that. Mm -hmm. But whatever you introduce me to, you know, people say it all the time, but whatever you introduce me to is what I'm going to expect from you. So the moment that you switch up, I'm going to notice it and it's going to make me feel some type of way, whether it means I'm just going to leave you alone altogether or, you know, a little bit something else. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to leave but you alone. <laughs> I'm just going to leave you alone. Like, what, what are we, oh. So we normally talk once a day around noon time, and now it's Thursday at 3.30 p.m. And not only did you not hit me up, but you haven't said anything to let me know that you're still alive. So mm -hmm. in my mind, you're dead, and I don't need to text a dead person's phone. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what else? Why, why else would you be texting me? He could be taking a nap. You don't ever take naps at noon on, on Thursdays. I mean, if he ain't got no job. Especially well, if that's another issue. Oof. What if he's like... No, you're right. That is the issue. Leah, what's your third rule? <laughs> um, my third rule for the talking phase. Third and five. That's what I said. One partner at a time. Okay. Communicate at least once a day. Um, and we have to, okay, so I feel like in the talking phase is more dating. So we have to be dating. Like, if we're not, like, I, I mean, granted, this is me going against my own word, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to be kicking it in the apartment every single day. Like, and granted, it's COVID. Hold on. Let me still take this. me outside. Yeah. I, like, outside in the I just want to take you out and show you all. I just want to be out in the COVID like, let's, together. <laughs> like, let's date. Guess, like, I feel like. You know, we had to do stuff to get to know each other. Fair. How I like you, see how you eat, how you Whoa. order your food. Hold on, before, I don't even know if Jasmine said her last one, but what is the most, like, what is, like, the most minuscule reason y'all have ever stopped talking to someone? <laughs> Somebody double-dipped in the, uh, in the, uh, what, what is it when you go to a Mexican restaurant, the salsa? The salsa. Uh. The salsa. And it was our first, like, the first date, uh. double dipped. And I was like, never again. Did I not call you about that, Jasmine? Yeah. Oh. Okay, mine, this dude, first of all, I hated the way he held his utensils. Like, I couldn't focus. Like, he held it, like, I don't even know, like, overhand. Like, scooped his fork as if it was a spoon like it really stressed me out and then when he was trying to cut his steak he used opposite hands like he didn't hold his silverware correctly and I was like bro you are at your whole big age like you are 27 years old like I have so many questions so that was my I think it's interesting that both of y'all's is about food because I've eaten <laughs> I don't know what mine is what is mine what's the reason I've stopped talking to somebody any reason they breathe <laughs> <laughs> you said this man breathes too hard i'm good did i say that one time <laughs> <laughs> you said you didn't like the pattern you said you didn't like the pattern of his breathing <laughs> did it not match yours is that what it was i don't even remember that's how irrelevant he was i feel like the, all the reasons that i come up with are very valid oh here we go like the man who took me to the date to the concert we're not even gonna go there because I'm gonna yeah, share this episode. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Yeah, that's hilarious. Okay, but going back, because Leah said talking, you have to be dating. So do you? How do you even define talking though? Because to me, talking and dating are two different things. Oh. Mm. I feel like it gets complicated. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. I guess 
when I talk to like I guess I can talk to someone because I'm bored but is that considered talking I mean no I think talking you go into it like with the purpose to see if it could be more Mm. if you talk you're gonna claim that you're talking to someone you know what I mean I think it depends on the person like like not me but like the person that I'm communicating with communicating see that's what I do if I don't know if we're talking I just say we communicating (laughs) so you know my days of old like my yesteryears Mm. I would talk to someone just because I felt like talking to them Mm -hmm. and it might last a month it might last (laughs) a year we're gonna get that we're gonna get that (laughs) but like we're talking that doesn't mean I want to like date you just because we talk see how confusing it is y'all like do you see how confusing this is wait 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 wait. but if you're going out on dates that's dating that dating doesn't necessarily mean boyfriend and girlfriend uh, okay, so what's the difference? What are the things that you do in dating that you don't do when you're talking? Am I allowed to ask questions even though I'm not sure? Okay, okay this so, is my thing. I can't relate because I only talked for like three days and then I was told <laughs> that we were together. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so Jess, <laughs> so like your taco restaurant, going to a taco restaurant is considered a date. And if you go there multiple times, you are dating that person. You're not necessarily boyfriend and girlfriend, but y'all are doing things that are considered. What no? What if we just both like? I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. Well, are y'all not sleep? Are you? I mean, not. Hold on. Um, talk. (laughs) (laughs) So you fucking and eating tacos, huh? No, 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 no. It's a general, it's a, it's a general question of like, okay, we're, we're, we're saying the booze, we're saying the babies, we're doing like, like calling each other boo and baby. I'm sorry. Let me. I thought she said singing the blues. I said, damn, you sad? (laughs) Like, you sad in the talking phase already? Like, that is a bad omen. Like, I mean, I, so if you're, so like, you know, me and my guy friends, if we go get something to eat, that's not a date. It's like, but if I'm going to get food with a guy who I'm calling like oh this is my boo thing this is my like I feel like that's a date where you're dating um oh, females boo I call females loves I call and I'm I mean I'm I'm very hetero so I don't know if that's a prerequisite I think that yes so going out to eat might be a date but just because we go on multiple dates and this sounds so fried just because we go on multiple dates doesn't mean that we're dating Mm. i think dating is exclusive like uh, to me dating is more exclusive like we are only dating each other i feel like you can talk to multiple people but once you're dating i feel like you're it's one person are we boyfriend girlfriend though yet are we just dating that's how i define it Boyfriend, girlfriend? Yes. Oh, oh. Once you're dating. But if we talking, because you're talking, you can go out to eat, you can get drink, you can do whatever. But, like, if you're talking, you're talking to more than one person. But if I am dating you, like, this is you and I. That's it. Hmm. Okay. So, clearly, I'm doing this wrong. I mean, to well, no, we own, that's well maybe, here. because she's she's in a relationship and the two of us aren't. So, maybe, maybe yeah. we are. Okay, okay guys, I, was- I haven't always been, I haven't always been this wholesome, guys. This wholesome person that's before you today. I haven't always been here. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, boom, I got it. All right, boom. Okay, so analogy, you ready? Or metaphor? Right. Um, we'll figure it, it out after you say it. So to me, talking, dating, and being boyfriend and girlfriend are all three different things. Okay. Yes. So imagine it as if you are getting into a pool. To me, when you are getting into the pool, that's talking. You, you know, just out how, how cold it is. How like cold yeah, it is. exactly. You can dip your toe in the water. You can even stick your whole foot in. It might be ankle, calf, even knee deep. Like you standing right? on the top step. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You just kind of feeling it out. Mm-hmm. Then when you're what? When you're dating, you probably you know you you, you submerge your stomach in it, right? So you're accepting that you're in it. It's cool, whatever, but you're not all the way committed. You ain't got your hair. You're not all the way committed until you go into the deep and your hair gets wet mm. and you go into wash your hair that night. Yes, black people swim. <laughs> this you is- got your hair wet. I'm not black. Uh, ma'am. <laughs> 
He said black people don't swim. I be swimming, okay? I be swimming. Yeah. We swim in Mexico. This is why I don't I don't get in the deep ends. Mm-mm. Commitment issues. As she has her bonnet on. Now are you talking about the pool or are you talking about real life? Because that could have been deeper than you intended. You don't get in the deep end in real life. <laughs> Yeah, not in real life, not in the pool. Okay, Jasmine talked about how she said the talk of face could be any length of time. How long do you think is an adequate time to talk before you're like, all right, we got to start dating or we got to just stop? Don't sit steep. I think it's like, I get bored easily. (laughs) So if we are just talking for like I like the last time I think I talked to him was like five six months and I was bored after like two or three and we you know dibble dabble my seat. But what would you do for? Never mind. Keep going. I know. Exactly. I know the answer. But at, and then then it got to some point where it's like okay this is like I would say five or six months because by that time you should know whether you like me or not to only want to just mess with me and if it's not that then clearly like you know. Then it's not going. It's just because I I get bored. Fair. Jasmine, ideal, what proper length of the talking phase for you? I mean, everybody needs to get married after the first date sometimes. So I don't really think that there is an adequate time um, because I also ignore, we talked about this, I think, in the first episode. I ignore red flags like it's my job. Oh, for sure. So, <laughs> so I don't know how long, like, if I don't want to see something, then I'm just not going to see it. It doesn't matter how much time we spend together. I'm just not, I'm going to be blind to it. Um, so, yeah, I don't really think there's a certain amount of time that you should talk to someone. Honestly, I would be happy if I never had to date anybody ever again. And I woke up on my wedding day and my dress was already right there. Like, everything was good. And, like, it was just, we got to skip all the, getting to know you question like indian matchmaking on netflix that was so convenient so convenient this is single posh talking guys this is the old me like (laughs) it would have been so convenient i don't know i just feel like there's i don't think there's a minimum amount of time but i feel like there's a maximum like we're not about to sit here and talk for two years like what are we doing at that point like we're not claiming each other like what are we doing at that point I just, I don't think there's a minimum, but there for sure is a max. And I don't know if it's like a month, day, whatever, but like, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, sir, like, what are we doing? Yep, like, why are we here? What is our purpose? Like, we need to sit down, reevaluate. But I also think that that depends on how quickly y'all move from like the getting to know you to like the becoming a part of each other's routine. Mm-hmm. Because you can fall into each other's routine in a month or six weeks, mm-hmm. maybe two months. I think once you're in that routine, you already know whether or not you want it to continue, whether it's good for you to continue, or whether you're just there for S and Gs. Um, yeah, it's so I don't know if it's y'all, for those of you that don't know what S and Gs is. So I don't know if it's necessarily tied to time. I think it's all about again how much you communicate and how readily you become a part of each other's lives. I agree. I feel like for me, sometimes too, like the routine thing is what keeps me talking to someone longer just because I'm comfortable with the routine. Like I just enjoy having a routine. I enjoy consistency. And so sometimes Nero might not be great for me, but this routine is phenomenal. Like this routine is great. I'm used to it. I'm comfortable. So I'm going to just stay around you talking, not dating, just talking so that I can keep my routine the same, which is probably really selfish but whatever it's not my problem as long as there's honesty in it I mean you're not gonna come out and be like you know what I don't really rock with you like that but I like what we're doing I like this routine and I like your dog we go get tacos every Tuesday we get sushi every Wednesday and it works for me I really like I mean, your as long dog. as you can have some level of honesty in it then I mean whatever I just feel like if you have let them know and they choose to continue like they can't be heard about it just like if you tell them that you're talking to multiple people and then they try to get mad at it later, like, sorry, like, you already knew what it was. Oh, can I add one of my personal rules for talking please, to someone? Please do. Okay. So I'm not going to let you feel more important than you really are to me. Oof. Eli. So if my phone rings and it's somebody else, <laughs> but I want to answer it, you know, as long as we're not out on a special date or in an intimate moment, if I want to answer it, then I'm going to answer the phone. I love it. I 
don't want to give away all my secrets, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, it's not going to be disrespectful, but from jump, you're just going to know, like, this is where she is. And if you're not comfortable with that, that's fine. It's not because I try to hide something for you or I was ever deceitful. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's fair. All right. So we've moved on from talking. Now we've talked, we've got the routine, we're doing it. Now we're dating. So this is like the natural progression of life. So you're dating. What are your non-negotiables? Like absolutely no non-negotiables. Lee and I had a nice 5 a.m. drive to the airport. Shout out to you, Leah. And we're talking about things that like used to be non-negotiables, but then as we got older, we're like, that's really petty or like that's really childish. Like that's kind of unfair. Um, So what are some of your non-negotiables, whether they're petty or not? Like it's your life. Like in a man, like oh yeah, is... for sure. okay. Go ahead, Leah. Huh? No, I'm trying to think. I have to think. <laughs> um, non-negotiables. Okay. Well, like for one thing, you know, my my big on love language, um, acts of service, right? Mm-hmm. So I definitely want my door, my car door, open. Like if you if you say like I'm not gonna open your car door, then it's just like I'm not gonna get in the car. Like who not, it's not it's not every time but if you don't ever do it then to me that's a problem there was one dude i talked to and i literally had like you know how people have a swear jar i had a door jar in his car and every time he didn't open my door he had to put a quarter in the door jar and that those quarters then went to tacos because like i just feel like there's no reason why i should touch a door like what do i look like it's covid outside like you want me to touch like come on now like i just I don't feel like I should have to touch doors. No, not at all. Um, so yes, there's that one. These I don't know if these are petty or not, or maybe it's because I'm I don't like doing my own things. Like this. So if I'm driving, right, and I need gas and I stop at the gas station, mm. I feel as if you should get out of the car. I'll pay for my own gas. Like don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I don't but I just wouldn't feel comfortable seeing a man in my passenger seat while I am outside of the car pumping my own gas. One hundred percent. A non-negotiable? Oh, man. Um. <laughs> she said, oh, let me, let me get out my scroll. I wow, that's exactly what I was going to say. Were you really? <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my non-negotiables would be, oh, that was the most petty reason I, uh, well, it was the tipping point. Okay. It's the tipping point for why I stopped talking to somebody. What? Because all he ate was chicken tenders. Oof that was the one that was mm-hmm. the one I was with the same dude for a couple of years and we had time. plenty of other reasons to not be together but it wasn't until I got dressed up for a date I straightened my hair and if you know me I don't straighten my own hair I don't do my eye will twist it and that's it I don't know so I straightened my own hair I put on a dress we drove two hours to go on a date and this man ordered chicken tenders, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. So, one of my non-negotiables. No, there was a lot of straws on this camel's back, <laughs> and for the chicken tenders to be the straw that did it is kind of disturbing. But I respect it. I respect it. Um. So, one of my non-negotiables would be you have to be willing to try new things, Fair. whether that's going somewhere new, tasting something new. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna comment. <laughs> um, you have to be willing to try to try new things because there's so much life that you can miss out on if you don't. And if I'm tied to you and you never want to try anything new, like it's not fun to experience those things right. necessarily by yourself all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like outside of like the real normal five love languages, like my love language is doing things, like experiencing things for the first time together. So like if I'm traveling with someone that like I'm with. I don't like to go somewhere that both him and I have already been to, or even that one of us have already been to. Like, I want to experience, like, a new thing together. And so if you can't even try something not that's not chicken tenders or a burger, like, I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> like, I really don't know what we're doing. There's no point. My second non-negotiable, I think, would be... Um, I'll go with this one. My second non-negotiable would be, I need a man who can command the room. Mm. If you walk into the room and nobody notices, that's a problem for me. <laughs> what if they notice for like the wrong reasons? Like what if he's like loud? 
and obnoxious. Oh, no. No, because then you're taking attention away from me. Oof. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, when you walk in, your presence should just exude power and control. And not in, like, a domineering way, but when you walk into the room, people should automatically want to respect you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I pride myself on being able to have real, genuine connections with people and being able to, like, gain people's trust. Mm-hmm. So if you can't do the same thing, but you want to move together, that's a problem for me. Okay. Sure. Leah, do you have any more non-negotiables? I just going to rethink everything. <laughs> yes? Wait, she texted me, uh, what's the, uh, Thursday? Wait, what's the day? She texted me the other day and said, she can't get- Nope, nope, nope. Ain't no shushes. What'd she say? She texted me and told me she can't mess with no broke dudes no more. I'm out. That's not, and she, why is that a secret? She, she put it in all caps. Oh, he was broke, broke. Because he may or may not listen to this. I ain't got t- Listen, that should be a wake-up call. Sir, get your paper right. I just feel like if you don't have a direct deposit every two weeks or a weekly is fine, like, we, what are we doing here? I don't know. For me, and Leah and I talked about this, old me used to feel like, oh, he had to have gone to college. As I got older, I realized, like, that wasn't, like, that was a non old non-negotiable for me that has changed probably over, like, the last three years because it's really not that important, number one. And as long as you are like working and have real legal income, then like (laughs) income that gets taxed or that you pay your taxes on (laughs) every year before April 15th, um, that is okay with me. Like, I don't feel like you have to have a degree necessarily. Like if you do, cool. If you don't, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Because you could have seven degrees and still have no job. Like, what did that degree, you know what I mean? So I feel like that is something that used to be a non-negotiable for me that I'm just like, mm, I mean, it's not that deep. As long as you are actively working and like doing something to better yourself in your life. Okay, so how y'all feel Uh-oh. about dating a man who has a ton of debt? Ooh, we talked about this. You know, it's crazy. Because it's come, up to, it's come up a few times in talking to people, getting to know people, whatever, where they're just like, I have so much debt. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I didn't, they weren't my husband. We weren't preparing to move that way yet. So I didn't really think of it as like my issue. Right. But do y'all feel any certain way about that? He's going to have to compensate. So, <laughs> so we <laughs> talked about that today. Um me and my human talked about our money today. We talked about actually our money like on the third date, <laughs> on the third day in the 72nd hour. But like, we talked about it today, like in depth, like what is your plan for your student loan debt? Like, what is your plan to pay your car off? Like, what does that plan look like? Um, I don't think that I could date or marry someone with like a wild amount of debt if they're wilding with their money. Like, if you have $84,000 worth of debt, but you are out in a section every weekend with your friends, like, you're not, we're not doing this. Like, you are not fiscally responsible. Like, you have other things you could be doing. Not that every dollar has to go to debt, but, like, it just, I don't feel like you're responsible. I don't know. I don't know how you feel, Leah. I I do. I do feel that way. As long as... you're, you have an income and you know exactly how you're going to use that to pay your debt. I don't see the, I mean, I'm going to have a whole bunch of debt. So mm-hmm. someone's going to have to be able to be like, you know what? I'm going to accept her with all her debt as long as she <laughs> know how to pay it off. So, you know, but it would be, I don't know. Cause you know, if I want to marry a doctor, they're going to have plenty of debt. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I got to marry for love. That's what it sounds like. Listen, I feel like that might have been a negotiable. A like a neg- something. <laughs> like, I had dreams of being a housewife. And I don't know, like, what that's going to look like for me. Like, I don't know. Like, is that something that I'm okay with? Do I have to go to work every day? Like, that's Damn. stressful. For the rest of your life. Can you imagine? I want to work knowing I'm working for just the pure joy of it 
I want to work because I want to, because I just want to get out the house away from your ugly little kids. Like, that's what I want to work. Not because I have to, and I have to look at bills. I ain't trying to look at that. I don't want to know how much the electric was. I want, I just want that to be gone. Like, you handle that. Listen, where was I? I used to eat at First Watch. I had this waitress almost every morning. Mm -hmm. She was first off she came and she's like okay look at my new my new like ring this is her third wedding ring and because she said her twelve thousand dollar ring wasn't enough so her husband got her like a fifteen thousand dollar ring where anyway she, where did she find him at he he owns a ford like, like a whole dealership company oh wow yeah they have like kids anyways so they have like three like when i said she literally's like i was like well why do you work she said because she was like i've been stuck in the house for years just taking care of the kids like going from this house to this house they have like three different houses and she's like I just got bored she's like it's no fun just you know traveling and and doing this she's like so I got a job I said okay and I want to work because I want to not because I have to Jasmine (laughs) you look like you got something smart to say no I was just saying she's living the dream she really is like that's everything to be able to choose yeah to be able to choose to make a couple like she probably if she's working during the week she's probably making an extra grand twelve hundred dollars a week off the tips Mm -hmm. straight and that money probably just going to getting her toes done getting her new travel bag for their next trip and you know what i'm i am ready to be a stay-at-home mom if any of you listeners are ready to make me a stay-at-home mom listen um, her her in her uh social media information will be in the description <laughs> below um she's single depending on what your direct deposit looks like every week um <laughs> but it's fine we need to see last year's uh tax stubs just to make sure all of your income is legal no but jasmine could you date and or marry someone with hella debt you're trying to get me in trouble i am <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Oh, yes. I mean, truth be told, I have. Well, did I date them? You talked for a long time. <laughs> I talked to them, Leah. <laughs> You're about to get um, I'm about to get in so much trouble. I talked to someone. I've talked to a couple of people who have, that way it's not just singular. I've talked to a couple of people who have probably six seven eight times the amount of debt that I have and I was blessed because my mom I mean she refused to let me take out more loans so I didn't live in the nicest apartments when I was in school I didn't get to use my refund check to go on vacation spring breaks study abroad trips whatever like it just was what it was Mm -hmm. but now that I'm out of school and I'm able to do to buy the bags to go on trips to do what I want to do with my money I can definitely appreciate it so I recognize that not everybody had that kind of guidance or just had that um, support system financially mm-hmm. that even though I had to take out some loans, I didn't have to take out very many. Right. Um, so yeah, I can date someone with debt. Uh, marrying them, I can do, but we have to figure out what that does for our, like, how home buying what that means for how we invest our money because i plan on having all my debt paid off in the next probably five years um so you know i'm all the way single so i i think that i have all my debt paid off by the time i'm married when i get married if i'm accruing so much more debt man like you start over starting all the way over and it's not even starting over like you're starting negatively because you didn't even have that much so you're right. in the negatives like it's right. too much I don't know yeah. like I I think that if I love someone enough obviously if I'm marrying them then I do if I love someone enough then if I have it like that I would just do a lump sum maybe ugh, I'm not giving up my wedding though <laughs> I was gonna say no, maybe we take some thing. of the money that we would put towards the wedding towards that's paying that off nah I feel like there has then you have to like compromise on things and because I've been able to provide the life that I want for myself I'm not allowed to, about to let some man walk in and then take away the life that I've given myself <laughs> because you was wilding because you yeah. wanted to be educated just because you wanted to be <laughs> education <laughs> 
No, but I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I was so like dead set on having a house before I even got married was in the event that I fell in love and married someone with debt or that wasn't like in the same place as me financially, that like a house wouldn't be a hindrance. You know what I mean? Like a house wouldn't be like a hurdle that we had to jump or figure out. Like we already have a house, sir. Like we're good. So like now what's the next thing we need to attack? So I I think what you said earlier was important. What? You said something about, oh goodness, I just lost it. I've had some gems. Not not on the pod, but really just that's what it was about you being responsible. So I I'm gonna change my answer a little bit. I can definitely date and marry someone who has debt. Number one, what's that credit score look like? Mm -hmm. Because honestly, that's gonna be uh, if we're weighing the credit score versus the debt. If you're paying off your debt, that's still gonna give you a a up when you're going to apply for new things. So what's that credit score look like? Are you being responsible in what you're paying off and then do you have the potential to potential meaning like you have plans Mm -hmm. the things that you took out to pay for they're actually promoting you and going to get you to a place where you can actually afford to pay off that debt I think that's going to play a bigger part in the than the amount of debt that you actually have right I agree so if you are if you have 60 grand in debt but you don't go to work or you change jobs every six months or you really just don't have a plan to pay it back that's going to be more alarming to me than what uh sally may calls and says it you owe sally may naviant whoever calling first of all i'm not answering second of (laughs) all (laughs) no i agree with you i think the credit is big so we're going to take your question jasmine about debt if they have bad credit what you doing they got what's that bank doing what's that bank doing deny you are not approved (laughs) (laughs) leah what would you do if they had if they came up to you they're like hey girl you fine i got a job (laughs) i you know i got these bills but my credit score is 428 whoa (laughs) you had to go that low you did not okay okay fine they could get approved for like a fha loan my credit score is 580 520 I'm trying. I'm doing my best, but I love you, and I really want to work this out. What you saying? Well, we we'll be already together. No, nope. like a no. Nope. You nope. talking? You in the real. talking stage? Your feet are in. Just oh, okay. Mm. You're talking. I mean, odds are I probably wasn't going farther than that. So <laughs> she said, "Not with that credit score, sir." Exactly. She said, "Credit karma, no, sir." Not <laughs> ever in the water. I'm either waist deep or out. I feel like that's our problem. Can we talk about that really quick? This is not a therapy session. What is our problem, Jasmine? Because you looked at me. What's our problem in dating? Uh-uh. I'll tell you. I'll tell y'all. It's my problem. I, I already tried to explain to her earlier. I do not, uh, uh, what's the word? I don't relate to any of this. <laughs> I feel like the problem is, is that we either are all or nothing. Like, either I'm all in and I'm treating you great and you are just so important, or I'm like, oh, you again. Like, or I have, like, your notifications on Do Not Disturb, and sometimes I see them, sometimes I don't. Like, I feel like there's no in-between. Like, I don't do in-between very well. Nope, neither do I. That's my toxic trait. I have a few toxic traits, but that's definitely one of them. That is definitely one of them. I either don't care about you or I'm ready to fight Hold on. <laughs> because of my emotions. Why can't we be ready to love? Why, why can't we be right? Why we gotta fight? Why does it have to be like that? Leah, always trying to fight somebody. And y'all, if you don't know Leah, she is like 5'2". She is tiny. <laughs> hey! And she's always ready to fight. Like, I'm short and Leah's smaller than me. And Leah's always ready to fight somebody. Like, it's always the short, it's always the small one. It's always the small one ready to fight. It's okay. Okay, okay, but, okay, see, why do we have to waste time? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I'm vibing, you're vibing, why are we wasting time? That And that is the million-dollar question. So if y'all can answer that in the <laughs> comments below. <laughs> I mean, but Jasmine, you know my situation. Like, there was no time wasted. Like, no you good, I'm good. Though. All right, we good, we're doing this. Well, he's a unicorn, okay? We get it. Yeah, he's pretty great. 
He is great. He's great. I'm not toxic and apparently, they're not all like that. They're not. Just Leah, we 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 can tally. <laughs> we probably have enough data <laughs> to provide. <laughs> to provide. Woo. We probably have enough data to provide. Um, what's the survey? The survey sample will give us adequate. You know what I mean? I know, Adequate I findings that are representative of the majority. Of the full population. Of the, yes. And you know why we why have this information? Be, listen, we, are, we will literally share our experience. And it's almost like these men say word for word the same exact thing. They do. It's in their hands. Word for word. And it's like, I'm about, to, I'm about to tell myself here. And I've talked to a handful <laughs> of people. I, even in the last three, four months. Okay. And it's just the same thing over and over again. What like, they be saying, Leah? Yeah, it's what just, they be saying? Give me what, a little. Give me a little sneak peek. Okay, no, it's a pattern. It's a pattern, okay, right? Tell me about it. It's always dang like we have this really good. You have this really good energy. This good vibe. Something I've never seen before. Okay, I've heard this all before. Mm-hmm. Like what's, what's next? I'll tell you what's next. What's next what's is next? that they get too in- emotional or they get scared quote unquote because they've never had this intense of feelings so what do they do they push you away they they try to tell you like oh you know it's not you it's me um i just I'm not good for you I, I can't get you what you deserve i can't give you it, yes, i'm not good yes. enough for you i i didn't expect to get this perfect girl to come into my life right in the middle of my whole phase like it's just <laughs> i just i don't know like I can't, I need to work on myself so that in the future I can be the man that you need me to be, right? And oh, then what happens lot. about a couple weeks later because they all, what do they do, Jazz? They always they come always back. back. They always come back. They always they come always back come with back. the same like, you know what, I'm sorry, I didn't appreciate you when you was doing this. I didn't know what I had. I until you were, that. until... And it's just until I put you on my close friend's story and you see that I was not the one to play with. That's what it, that's what it was. Then you want to come back because you re- recognize that. Okay. <laughs> like, okay, hold on, hold on. We're going to be petty for a second. What's the pettiest thing you've put on your close friends to make a dude mad? <laughs> okay, so I actually recently got blocked, right? Ooh. Because <laughs> this man... I, I called him out before it happened. I, he was texting me, was on some like st- apology stuff. And I was like, nope, let's just stop there before you play victim. So then he goes and puts on his story, this spiel about emotions and feelings. And then he makes a video recording himself about, you know what? People don't understand the time of things. Like my, my, my man, it's, it's been six plus months. There, you, they ain't you were no- people, you were people. Mm-hmm. He was talking about you. He was talking about me. You people. Yeah. <laughs> so what I so what I I took I took the liberty to let people know that he was talking about me. So I screenshot what he put on his story, oh. and then I put it on my story, and I said it's funny how men want to play victim when really they're the 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 main like cause of the issue or the problem. Oof. Then about thirty minutes later, I re- I recognized oh I'm blocked. That's what the burners for. Exactly. Every, everybody has a burner and if you don't have a burner account you're lying or if you don't have access to somebody else's instagram you're lying i don't want to hear it if you've never asked your friend to check somebody else's instagram you're not toxic enough nope. like you really are just a little too wholesome for me <laughs> and we're in a group chat with five so it's a total of six of us in the chat is that right five or six of us five, five. so we have plenty <laughs> like if you need assistance honey if you we need assistance you. we got you exactly. try to yeah, got we gotta get everybody in here i got steady accounts i got uh, leah <laughs> she has plenty i'm not editing anything out so you're exposed all right final question this is important you ready would you date yourself and why or why not <laughs> absolutely. absolutely why why would you jasmine what are your reasons I've been dating myself. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Somebody tried to hurt my feelings a couple a couple months ago. Tell them about it. Tell them about it. Just do a little something. Um, long story short. Oh, I'm gonna just put it like this. Long story short, we've been kicking it for a minute. Everything was cool. Then 
something changed, the routine changed. So I asked questions because you're not my man, I'm not really your girl, but we can be honest with one another. And then they lied. And Pashi was talking about, I'm sorry, Ali, my guy, whatever. <laughs> she was talking about our level of toxicity. Y'all, I have been burned so bad that I look at everything. So the routine was changing. I'm trying to put two and two together because I feel like I'm being lied to. What it came down to was, dude put up a picture on his story. Oh, I know where you're going. And he swore up and down. He was just kicking it with the boys, blah, blah, blah. Y'all, when I tell y'all, I looked at the picture mm-hmm. and it was the girl's reflection in mm-hmm. in the in the window. Mm-hmm. Man. So yeah, I like the zoom feature doesn't exist. Like, <laughs> like I can so, zoom. I mean, that was just like that was the basic, right? Like that was that was no top tier FBI investigating. But anyway, so I was I was, I was a little hurt. You know, my feelings are a little hurt because I was lied to. So I've been dating myself for the last couple of months, and let me tell you, I am great. You really? Um, I <laughs> I really like I really am. I would date myself because number one, I can have fun doing anything. I can have fun booking a last minute flight to Tulum or to wherever. I can have fun sitting in the parking lot, listening to worship music because Jesus is great um, and drinking my hot water with honey. We can have fun going to get sushi with your friends. Your friends don't like sushi. That's a problem for me, but whatever. But we can have fun doing whatever. Um, Also, I have my own. Like, you don't have to worry about me and what you have to provide for me because I have my own. I don't need you. I (laughs) I don't need, like, what you have to offer me. So all around, I'm just great. Like, I'm a fun girl. I'm a your mom's gonna love me never met a man whose mom didn't love me and asked about me every single time they were together um (laughs) sorry to that man um I think I don't know like I I really believe that my parents raised me with the intention that one day I would be a wife so I probably that's my most toxic trait is that I treat dudes like I would not necessarily I treat them with like the buildup of, wow, like, this is how I believe that you should be loved. This is how you've said to me that you want to be loved. And I give that to them because that's just how I was raised, just to give people the love that they desire. So I'm just great. I agree. Leah, would you date yourself? Be honest. Absolutely. And here's why. Why would you date yourself, Leah? Well, (laughs) one, two, couple reasons. One, I am a great gift giver. And and You ain't got nothing on me, but it's all right. Huh? And this, <laughs> here's an issue, right? And this is why, Jasmine, like, this is why I'm either, like, all the way in the water or I'm out the water. Because after two days of talking to somebody, I recognize this, like, quote on his, like, wallpaper on his phone, his lock screen. And he was telling me how much he really loved this lock screen. So I was like, you know what? For Christmas, I'm going to, like, get that in, like, a frame. Because so, it's, like, it's, like, a motivation. And that's, isn't that terrible? Isn't that, t- on day two. I'm thinking about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it is June. <laughs> and like, but that's, the, oh, I'm sorry, Leah, go ahead. But no, I would seriously date myself because I am super, th- and like today at practice, what happened? They were talking about this girl and I was like, give her another chance. And that I was like, and, and they were like, I was like, this is why I haven't learned in life. Like, I have. <laughs> I can't be in charge of anything because I am way too empathetic of people's situations. And I'm just like, give them a chance. Let's hear them out. Let's, let's find the underlying reason of why they are late to practice. And he's like, no, <laughs> give, tell her to give the Jersey and let her walk. And I'm like, oh. you're all about second chances. Jasmine, what were you going to say is all of our problem? We just, we just really love people. Like, as much as we can't stand people, I think that that's a defense. <laughs> We're about to get deep. I think that's honestly a defense mechanism because we, when we care about people, we care. Guy, girl, non-binary conforming, like, we just care about people. So when we get attached to you, that sets us up for so many other things. Mm-hmm. So we would rather either get rid of you altogether or we're just going to go dive in head first and acknowledge that we might bump our head. But I also think that that's what makes us special as, you know, the group of us, the three of us is how much love we have to give to people. So 
there's nothing <sighs> I can say after that. That was beautiful. Yeah, they, they can take I, some love away. I'm tired of it. Don't leave the knobby. No, but I agree with you. I think they, I guess for me, and as we close, I think for me, it's like, I'm not going to stop being myself because you might not appreciate it the way that you need to appreciate it. I need to know that like I was truly me in the situation. And if it didn't work, I wasn't the problem. Like it was clearly you just came, but like, you know what I mean? Like I want to be able to go into a situation and know that like, okay, I did everything that I could do in this. Like I did everything on my end and I don't feel like I left anything like, you know, up to question. Well, I have a question Go ahead. because this is important. I'm thinking about it. Go ahead. Is anybody that y'all have dated since let's say undergrad, freshman year undergrad, are any of them in like, real relationships nope. today no they're either cheating <laughs> still in my phone <laughs> Mm-mm. one of them texted me on his wedding day and said he wished it was me Ooh. but other than that and this is why like i have trust issues because the things <laughs> that come into my phone are so ridiculous like he said he said hey i'm getting married today it should be you. I was like, who is this? Like, I don't even have your number saved. Like, I literally asked who it was. Uh, my ex texted me asking if he could um fly me out. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen this man in two years. He texted me asking if he could fly me out. Now, are we flying first class? Like, because there's a few questions. Do I have to stay with you? Never is this a vacation for me? It's like a business trip where you could choose what sections you go to. Like, because that's a whole different conversation. That is a whole different conversation. I might get a yes. It's never. I don't know if I want to travel to see my ex during COVID. You're right. It's not worth COVID. Not at all. <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's wrap this up. Let's take this to our phones because we have plenty <laughs> to talk about. I actually have a lot to tell y'all about my weekend. So, Ooh. well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's take this to the phone. Um, everyone listening, thanks for just listening to us ramble. I appreciate it. Hopefully this was light. Hopefully you got a few chuckles out of it, thought about your situations. Um, the season's over, y'all. Next season, there are so many great people coming. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for you all to get to meet our guests in the upcoming weeks. So we are taking a couple weeks off, but then we'll be right back. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Jasmine and Leah's social media information will be in the description. Like I said, this is a finale, but if you have any ideas for or topics for next season, email at wmgpodcast at gmail.com or make sure you follow the podcast Instagram page for updates about our next guests and when we're coming back in a couple of weeks at What Up My Guy Podcast. And I will be back to say what up soon. Bye.